Hey, Shell, how are you doing today? Hey, Jeannie, I am good. How are you? Uh, I am tired. I don't know if it's the weather, but I just feel a little more exhausted than normal. I'm sorry. It's okay. I was being real. I'm like, do I say fine? I'm like, no, I'm just going to be real. Hey, I get it. Like, <laughs> life is just that way sometimes, isn't it? It sure is. So, hey, to start off this episode, yeah. I've got a great question here. Oh, she's coming in large with the questions <laughs> in 2024. It's All a right. would you rather question. Oh. <laughs> oh, All right. So, okay. would you rather have a friend who talks nonstop or one who is silent? No in-between. You have to pick one or the other, Shell. I was just being the friend who was silent. <laughs> That's what was happening there. <laughs> Obviously, the silence was uncomfortable, so I had to say something. <laughs> exactly. Um, goodness. I guess if I had to make a would-you-rather choice, I think I would choose... Mm. I don't know what I would choose. <laughs> Um, I, I guess I'll choose the one who never stops talking. Okay. Because then at least I, I like know what they're thinking, right? And then I can be the quiet one and they don't have to know what I'm thinking. True. Very true. What about you? It's a hard question. You know, it's a hard choice. Because mm. I was thinking like, okay, so if I pick the one who is silent all the time, then I know that they're going to be, you know, obviously I know when they're present with me. I'm going to know that they're listening to me and they're hearing what I say as opposed to the one friend who is talking nonstop. So then you can't get a word in. And so are they really caring about how like you feel or how you're interpreting things? Because if they're talking, they're not listening. So but it's a hard I mean, it would be a hard choice. It would be a hard choice. And I think that that is uh, a very interesting intro to our conversation today about what do we do when it feels like God is silent in our lives. So we hope that you'll join us on this episode of the Gritty Girls podcast where we get down to the nitty gritty of life, marriage, faith, family, and today when God feels silent. Okay, so it's really interesting to me what you said in, uh, early in our little chat there in our question, because I think that when we think that God is silent, we view that as a negative thing. And yet you said, I would take a friend who's silent because I know they're listening to me, they're interact, like they're hearing me, I know that I matter to them. And I, w I guess I would come back with a question, how is that different when God, when you feel like God is silent in your life? Well, I feel, so when you're looking at silence, right, um, and you're looking at your relationships, I would say that silence can be a sign of comfort within that relationship. So it can be somewhat intimate to have a friend that you can just sit with and be quiet. Mm -hmm. um, I think when it comes to to God, um, that we may expect Him to uh, meet our expectations, mm -hmm. to uh, answer us when we have asked a question. But when it comes down to it, um, does God really owe us anything? Mm. And that's a hard, that's a hard question to ask. Like, does he, I mean, he's God. 
Yeah. And actually, it's it's interesting because um, just some of the things that I was looking at while I was preparing for this episode, I was coming to some of the same conclusions that you had there. I, I saw very... Um, someone wrote a very interesting article about when God is silent. And it was interesting because what they said is when you look at the story of Mary and Martha, right when Lazarus passed away and you see why Mary and Martha actually viewed Jesus's silence as neglect. Like he was not coming for them. He wasn't showing up. And yet what was actually happening is God's silence was he was about to show up on the scene in total intimacy of relationship with them because Mm -hmm. they mattered to him deeply as friends and as people. And he was going to do something exceedingly and abundantly more than they could ask or imagine. And it was a really interesting perspective for me to begin to say, okay, how many times have I been like, God, you're being silent or talk to Mm -hmm. someone else who said, what do I do? He's just silent. And yet they're not looking for not his neglect. It's not neglect. It's Mm -hmm. that we don't understand the intimacy that's coming because of his silence. Right. And, and one thing that I was thinking about as you were talking is, is God really ever silent? Mm. You know, is he, and I think of the times in my life where I have felt, you know, like I, um, I'm not getting answered right away or I have to be patient. And I look at creation. One of the things where I feel that I'm closest to him is when I am out in nature. And then I just think of all the scriptures, you know, the heavens declare Mm. the glory of God and that his word is living and active. And so just all those things, like he's constantly always talking Mm -hmm but in different ways than what we expect. But does it does it come down to us and asking ourselves, are we listening? Yeah. And I, um, it's funny, one of the things that I, um, I just had the chance to attend the Passion Conference uh, in Atlanta with 55,000 young adults. And there were some beautiful things that I'm sure if you're on social media, you've seen so many um, statements about that. But what was interesting to me enough in that moment was um, we had a, an extremely holy about 22 minutes of, of the conference. And to be in that space and recognize in total silence the intense presence of God uh, when all of the noise was shut down, when all of the seeking was shut down, and you just were so enveloped in God's presence. And and I thought, how many times have, have the 55,000 of us who are sitting there absolutely missed the presence of God trying to come on us full force because we have not put ourselves in the position to mm. hear it and, and, and to see it. And, and I think that that... Uh, Sometimes we're so anxious for answers or we're so sad or scared or hurt that we stop looking for God and we're standing there yelling, where are you? And he's like, I'm right here the entire time. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I, I think of God being omnipresent, you know, he's mm-hmm. everywhere all at once. So we think of how small in size the universe is in comparison to the largeness of God and he can never be absent. Yeah. He's constantly there. And, um, I agree with you. I think it's where our focus is at because when there has been really dark times in my life where I have felt like he's silent, I look back and I'm like, man, I was so much more focused on my circumstances Mm -hmm 
and what was happening and not keeping my focus on him. Yes. So everything else was just drowning him out. Yeah. As I was, again, um, just studying and preparing and praying for this, one of the things that I was reading that was an excerpt that I really wanted to say is that one of the things we need to do when God seems silent is to accept God's authority. Amen. And yep. fully know two parts to that. One, he is in control of everything, but two, he can be trusted. Mm-hmm. And I, I think when we get anxious, you know, when, I, when I'm trying to control a situation or when I'm trying to control an outcome or I think there's only one outcome that should be great, I see my um, stress and anxiety go much higher than when I can completely trust, even if I have zero control of the outcome, that I trust the person who's in charge of something, right? Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes in the silence, we just have to know, okay, I know he's working and Mm -hmm. I know that he can be trusted. So therefore, even if this feels like there's this curtain between us right now, he is worthy of my trust. Oh yes. And I'm like, and you think of Job and, um, Job 30, 20 says, I cry out to you for help, but you do not answer me. I stand up and you turn your attention against, against me. So Job has this incredible relationship with God. And Mm -hmm. when all this stuff is happening, you know, he's crying out to him saying, Hey, look at what's going on. But then he was also faced with a choice that he could acknowledge or reject the authority of God because he he then says, should we accept only good things from the hand of God and mm. never anything yeah. bad? So um, I think that's one thing that we can do when God seems silent is we have that choice. It can either help you become closer with God or can it help you you know, or can it enable more of a distance between mm-hmm. you and you just have to accept his authority that he's in control. But like you said, it comes down to trust. Absolutely. Do we trust him? Absolutely. And I, I think something else that leans into that is understanding and acknowledging what God has already said, right? Like you may be in a circumstance where you're not sure what actually is there, but to fully look at what God has already said, because I I think sometimes in our humanness, we forget God never contradicts himself. Mm -hmm. And so if, if the word of God has spoken largely on a topic, even if it's not the specific thing that you're dealing with right then, you can look at the history of who God is and what he has said to his people and how he said it, because he never will contradict himself. And I, I think the other thing is sometimes we ignore we say God's silent, but mm. we ignore the answer because it's not the answer that we want. Oh, yeah. We don't like the answer. We Correct. don't want to do what he has told us to do. Correct. Or we, we think that's not how that was supposed to happen. And so we're just like, we're, hello, where are you? And he's like, I've already answered. Hello. And as a mom, I've been there, right? Like my kid's like, I want a donut. No, I want a donut. No. You know, and you, you go through that how many times? And yet it's the same principle that we're trying with God that we don't like the answer, so we just think he hasn't answered. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of a, of a scene in Bruce Almighty where he's like, Lord, give me a sign. And he's driving by and there's sign after sign after sign after sign, you know? And it's yes. like, so what is it about us that prevents us from actually seeing him, you know, seeing him working, right. hearing what he's saying? And, um, I think one thing too, is 
think of what separates you from God. You know, when we are saved, we have the gift of the Holy Spirit, but yet sin still remains in us. And so we need to examine ourselves. Like, do we have any type of unconfessed sin that we have allowed to take hold, to take root, Mm -hmm. that then is, um, you know, not letting us hear what God wants to say because we're more focused on the sin or not focused on the sin and allowing it to run rampant in our lives. Absolutely. You know, uh, we like to quote people put on posters, on shirts, everything, Jeremiah 29, 11, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't go two verses later where God's talking about, and he says, um, you will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. And I think that goes directly to the point that you're talking about right now, that maybe we're missing what God's actually saying because we're only partially seeking him rather than mm-hmm. fully um, engaged in, in what he wants us to do. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in today's world, there's so many things competing for mm-hmm. our attention, so many different worldviews, mindsets, thoughts that we're inundated with. Mm-hmm. And it all goes back to his word. You know, are you spending time with him? Where's your focus? Yes, absolutely. And I think um, more and more we're we're seeing people say, gosh, like maybe I should put down these other things. And I I just, I see that in waves with people that, that we get to meet with and worship with and all of that to just say, the rest of the noise, like I just want the noise gone. And um, I don't know about you, but sensory overload can be something for me. And it's amazing to me the number of times that I find peace in silence. And just, it's interesting, like we're so sad that we don't hear God. And yet if we're never in a silent spot, he's not going to scream and yell at us very often, right? Like he's mm-hmm. He's that still small voice that came to the prophet. And so sometimes to hear the still small voice in the room, you have to silence absolutely everything else. And I think that's a key component to being able to hear him. Yeah. And I kind of want to go back to what we were talking about, how sometimes we feel like we don't see him working, Mm -hmm. but he's constantly working. In uh, in John, in chapter 5, when Jesus has healed um, on the Sabbath and the Pharisees are questioning him and everything, he says, my father is always working and so am I, because he was refuting that, you know, you still should do good, right? you know, when it's in your power to do good. And so he's always working. God is always working, Mm -hmm. even though we don't see it. And it sounds a whole lot like a song. (laughs) Well, I was thinking Waymaker, you know, (laughs) even when I don't see it, you're working, even when I don't feel it, you're working. You know, it's such a good song to sing when you're in that situation where you feel like God is silent, Mm -hmm. you know, to refocus and just know that he is still working. He is, you know, not silent. We need to redirect our focus onto him. Well, it's interesting because I think um, it's the same thing like, I don't know if you do this, but when I'm driving somewhere for the very first time, it seems like it takes forever to get there. And then when I'm on the drive home, I'm like, well, that was really fast. And I think sometimes our Christian walk Mm -hmm. is the same way. Like it feels like it's taking God forever to get to Mm -hmm. an answer. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh. That's what I was supposed to be doing. Oh, that's who I was supposed to talk to. And I and then it's like, well, that didn't really take that long at all. 
So what mm-hmm. would be um, a piece of advice that you would give someone if they're in a season right now of feeling like God um, is just not present, not like he's moved, right? Which we know mm-hmm. we're the ones that move away in sin. What, what would be mm-hmm. your response to kind of bring them back? I would just remind them of his promises. He has promised never to leave or forsake us. He is constantly with us and we just need to run to him and cling to him and um, get in the word. I feel like I say that all the time, get in the word. But I mean, it's so true. That's the way he speaks to us, you know? <laughs> I agree. Like that, that it, it's his letter, right? Um, and I think sometimes we complicate things because we want to have five steps to every program. And yet, um, really, you're right. The exact thing is I need to get in the word. I need to know who he is because if I know who he is, mm-hmm. I know how he's most likely to respond. When I think about my closest mm-hmm. friends, whether they're introverted or extroverted, I can mm-hmm. almost guarantee like, well, if I tell so-and-so mm-hmm. this, I'm going to mm-hmm. get this response. And I think the more that you know God and his character, the more mm-hmm. that you start to see that at play. Oh yeah. And I feel like the more that you know him, you can't help, but you know, because like love him even more, more and more and more. And, and it's okay to not understand, you know, it's okay that he doesn't meet our expectations in the way that we hoped that he does, because he is in control of everything and he has the best plan for us. Mm -hmm. We just have to let him do it and trust him. I just had this image come in my head of, um, a toddler that I know who um, is often really shy around a lot of people. And it's, it's interesting because their first response is to run full hard into their, their dad and let their dad pick him up and just hold him. Right. He doesn't talk. He doesn't like set the record straight. He just knows that his presence is right there. And I think that's a, a great lesson for us as believers. Sometimes we just need to know that he's there mm-hmm. and just trust the process because he's, he's always working. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, hey, guys, as we get to our um, final questions here and we're wrapping it up, ask yourself, what stood out to you in what you just heard? And what are you supposed to do with that information? Uh, are you supposed to take action? Are you supposed to change a behavior? Are you supposed to do something different? Mm-hmm. And who is someone that you need to share this with? Do you have a friend who talks nonstop or a friend who is constantly silent? Who knows? Who do you need to share this with? That's awesome. Well, guys, we've, we're so thankful that you joined us today on this conversation. And we hope you'll join us again soon on the Gritty Girls podcast where we get down to the nitty gritty about life, marriage, faith, and family.